Let's push! Let's go! Never fall. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by You Know Media. Good morning, good evening, and everything in between. We're right here on a Talk To Me Nice Thursday for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dishes. It's all powered by You Know Media. Morenta. Stay blessed. Don't stress. We got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to the new media, the people's media. No long played out ads. Everything you want, nothing you don't. Real people, real yarns. Guys, last show of the week. Last show of the week, and it's a Thursday. It is a Thursday. Talk to me, nice Thursday. Big day tomorrow. Very, what very what big is day. tomorrow? Matariki is tomorrow. Matariki Etefano. Which is amazing. First one that we've had as well. And it's not really on us to talk about it. Obviously, we want to, but we thought, let's get a chief. Let's get someone better than us to talk about it. Mataya Kipper is going to be on the show. Uh, who, who explains, who describes himself as a Matariki enthusiast. enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. He's, he is amazing. So he's going to help us on the show. Uh, also, the new parent rules. Oh, which we checked on um, our Facebook page the other day, and some great, great ones in there. Goat Chat is back. Oh, Goat Chat is back. We got a good <laughs> one for you guys today, and then also just to wrap up the show, wrap up the week, we got to do it the right way, and we just got to bring the boys, boys. We'll be back on Monday, but we start the show with an absolute boys, and <laughs> see vibes all across the board. And normally my tour gets the final day of the week. It is that today because it's Thursday, so we throw the honors over to you, my boy. Thank you so much, guys. Now, um, <clears throat> this is a this is a bit of a song I think to get everyone energized for what it will be a long weekend for Aotearoa. Be careful now. There's some sharp edges. This is aggressive. I like it. It's very aggressive. Long weekend, fam. Let's get it. Pull up that. Pull up that. Run that again, road boy. Pull up that. Pull up that. Oh, this is a drop. Acting when me get active as a lover. Sound like the military letter burst. Rhythm, you never got hella letter. Rhythm, you know my thing. Shallow Verse is the name of the track. I pulled up to work at the same time as Mato today. He has this blasting in the car. I like it, huh? Through the streets of San Ray. You're bringing that muscle mark back. Dangerous. Sharp edges. Wow, going into a long weekend with that. The stars are shining. They are indeed. I think um, it's around about this time that everyone's panicking, like where we're headed, like have everyone's packed their bags and stuff. Let's just chill. Let's yeah, enjoy ourselves. There's enough going on in the world where we can just take that time. 100%. I, uh, I've never felt more chill after listening to this song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just quickly, uh, I don't want to make it about me, but man, I am sore, guys. What's wrong, my bad? Just, I'm a little bit sick, but also like, you know, I'm doing CrossFit now. <laughs> I realise I realise why CrossFitters talk so much. Why? You know, like you don't you generally don't have to ask a CrossFitter if they're a CrossFitter, they'll tell you. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a CrossFitter yet, okay? I'm just going to a gym. Shout out to Yard Fitness on Rosebank Road. Uh, I'm just going to a gym where they do CrossFit. But let me tell you, if 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 you if you That was slick. That was slick. I got you. Um if you finish the workouts that I've been finishing, you'd t- you'd want to talk about it too. Real. What you running? 
What you looking at? I mean, how's that heart rate? 50 wall balls. Hey. 50 cleaning jerks. See, I can't do exercise that's called wall balls. And 40, clean and 40 jerks. wall balls. Like, all in like four minutes. Wow. Interesting names, eh? Wall um, balls, clean yeah. and jerks. Can I just ask, what's the um, what's the Marley downpipe doing in the uh, in the studio? Oh, uh, look, guys. <laughs> the ghetto I've roll out. I've been rolling out with a plastic. <laughs> with a plastic. Uh, it's a piece of guttering. I don't want to say. Yeah, guttering. It's a downpipe. I don't want to say pipe. You guys think I'm doing meth. <laughs> that's not what's going on here. There is no padding on no, that. No padding, no foam. Nah, we, we're going. That's pure. Raw dog rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Raw dog rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Bread. Breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Hey, there's a there's a there's a sad trend going on at our concerts at the moment. Harry Styles became the latest musician to fall victim to a growing trend uh, of concert goers throwing items at performers. That as it was, singer was struck in the eye by an object thrown from the crowd while performing Saturday night in Austria. Not very nice for uh, for these artists going to perform it in front of their fans and fans throwing stuff at them. Someone threw a, a phone at someone's face the other week. Forgot the artist's name, but like split their eye yeah. open. I saw that too. So, most times when a phone is thrown, the person who's throwing it is usually wanting the artist to pick it up and take a photo for them and then give it back to them, right? Yeah. They're doing it the wrong way. But Underarm that bad boy. They out here just you, And you could throw the, the phone to the right or left of the artist, right? <laughs> but they are actually trying to throw objects right. at Oh, at no. Those. You don't do that. I saw something. This is like different. Very, very different. But I was actually weirdly watching Usain Bolt's 2012 100-meter uh, gold race. Mm. Now, that's iconic, right? That mm-hmm. is a moment in time. Just before the uh, the gun goes off for them to shoot, you see someone who tried to ruin history. You just see this bottle mm. fall behind the race. And if that lands and people hear that and they're, they're sprinting and they take it off an, a false start, they can't be a part of the race. So it landed just before. Luckily, I want you guys to go back and watch it. You see this beer bottle just land just before. Boom. And then you hear gun. Wow. But if they jumped early, Usain Bolt might not have that history no more. So stop throwing things. Don't throw them. Is yeah, don't throw things. Is that Except tantrums. Tantrums you can throw. Okay, I got some uh, daily bread that I want to break off to. I wonder how we would go. Netflix is releasing a new show where contestants must survive realistic zombie eclipse. <gasps> it's yeah, a South Korean one. Now, South Korea, they're, they're doing great shows at the moment. Zombie eclipse. The zombie eclipse. I wonder how we would go. Now, it's not out. They haven't, they've, they've showed photos, but they haven't released what happens in it, what they have to go through. But I would love to give it a go. How does it work, though? Like... I, like well, what an makes eclipse it real or life? an apocalypse? No, like how does the apocalypse. show work? Because it's reality, right? It's reality, yeah. So what, do they have actors coming and swarm you? Well, there's, uh, I'm just showing Jordan photos. It's kind of hard. They haven't really released too much on it. So it's a uh, reality TV series. But so you they, have to survive. Whoa. You basically just can't get hit. That'd be so touched. much fun. The adrenaline. They could, they could cause people to have a heart attack. Yeah, right? my heart wouldn't be up for it. Even though you know it's fake. Imagine 100 people chasing you down the street. You guys have done the amazing maze. Like those those uh, mazes. Oh, what's yes. the one called? Oh, South? bro. Bro, right. He's done the one in uh, town? Is that the, uh, the Spookers I've one? I've done the alien spookers, one? Spookers, oh, that's no. what I'm thinking of. Spookers. Oh, Spookers. Oh. No, I don't go Spookers. Spookers no muck way. around. No nah, way. They do this one in Martin. In, uh, Martin, down in yeah, Palmy, yeah, The Amazing yeah, Maze in Martin. And they do the horror one. Ooh. You know what it is for me? If I'm by myself, sweet. can control myself. But when the group starts screaming and squawking, that train's never yeah, late. Comes yeah, you join on them. What was what, what, what was <laughs> that? You two? I was trying to get. I got one more daily bread. Um, and this is just I just I saw this on a, a page that I follow. Uh, they they drop heaps of random news, but basically 
I don't. I wouldn't know the dating scene. <laughs> Obviously, I'm all ears. Have you have you get to experience? But <laughs> for some for some reason, this is a question, and I just thought it was ridiculous. But maybe I'm being silly. But this person has tweeted and said, "Men, if you ask women on a date, are you confirming the day of that you said the date or checking in, or you just head it to the designated place, assuming that she's going to show up?" Huh? This is where dating's at right now. I'm lost. What? 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 You're lost for good reason. So apparently, people don't know if uh, if you agree on uh, a date and mm-hmm. a place and a time, should you confirm it's the same day? Oh, should you oh, confirm the same, on the same day oh. that you're going? Or does that look like too much or oh. that too cool? Or? So are, are we still on? Oh. Are we still meeting up at? Yeah, but apparently don't they don't know. Message. Should you do that or should you not? Should you just show up and arrive? I would text Rita and be like, hey man, this dating thing seems hard. Should we give it another go? Yeah. <laughs> Roll the dice. Hey, don't steal my line. <laughs> no, but like this is this is what people are experiencing at the moment. Of course you confirm, guys. Because you're both feeling the same thing. Because you're, you're humans. Yeah. But is that like you're you're weak? Well that's oh, so you're overthinking oh, it, man. I know, I know. It's Come on, guys. Let's all be humans. And just confirm. Just confirm. Yep, just, just double just hey, double polite. checking. We're still on for 3 p.m. Yeah. yeah. And if someone thinks you're weak for that, then you're dodging a bullet anyway. What's yeah, the yeah. perfect time to have a date? Is it nighttime? Is it a brunch? brunch. I'm new to this thing. Brunch. Yeah, I'm, it depends I'm what, you're, what you're in for when it comes to You need to, to see the what day, they look right? like in a daylight. Like. You're asking to heavily in love people with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Looking dead in each other's eyes. <laughs> uh, well, we wouldn't know. Just bro. be yourself. Honestly, just be yourself. Absolutely. That doesn't seem to be working. Dating, man, what a scary thing. You ain't even dating, bro. Shush. Anyway, <laughs> daily bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. You'd like to date, though. This is The Morning Shift. Kia ora, Tifano. And welcome on in to what will be the greatest long weekend for you and your life. Hopefully. It will. Let's think that way anyway as we head into this weekend. Kia ora. Now, uh, earlier on in a show that I don't remember. A couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. Uh, we were doing the rules that you kind of, that, that fathers should teach their sons. And we thought, you know what? Nah. These aren't very, these aren't very us. They're these a bit googly, eh? They're yeah. a bit googly. Not 2023. They stank of Google. <laughs> they were soaking wet of Google. <laughs> so we decided to ring it out and make our own list. And you guys have come to the party. And can I always... First of all, thank you all. Oh, my Tupaki Tupaki Shifters. You're brilliant, each and every one of you. Now, we came up with one each, so let's go around the room if we remember what our rule was that we'd love to pass on to our kids, one of the very important rules that we'd like to pass Your on. Your one's important, Mark. You start. No, it's not important. You know what? These boys gave well, Jordan specifically. What? Bro, you always gaslight me, bro. Nah, I don't even know what that word nah, is. <laughs> don't worry, Mark. You ain't gaslighting on this point. I got you. You just yeah. put a little fire in my bum and it makes me uncomfortable and I have to stand up. Oh. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> Anyways, uh, my end was if there's a job worth doing, it's worth doing. Properly. 100%. Thanks for the support, Jordan. 100%. Thanks to Google. My rule was um, it's okay. It's okay for people to mock you. It's not okay for people to insult you. Learn the difference. Especially your friends. Mm, they get a bit cute. They get a bit cute. And my one was call me. Mm. Mm. Call me two words. Two of those didn't stink of Google. <laughs> Little damp of Google. You know what? This is the great thing about our shifters community. Y'all didn't Google. 
You came to the mm-hmm. party with your very own. So we would like to read out some that we would like to add to our list. Now, Jordan and I have this dream. Not Brooke. I, I don't think say, Brooke was a part of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. But Jordan and I have this dream that we would you can be in it. We'd present a book. Like we'd, we'd put oh. it together in a book and Mark, we'd illustrate them. I was like, that's such a great idea. Were you a part of that combo? Yeah. I thought we did it over the phone. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. So let's go around the table and uh and Hang on, I just want to double down on that idea. So we would love to publish this as a book and get it illustrated. And if your rule makes the book, then obviously we'll put your name next to it. So it's a parent book by Shifters. That's what I heard. I wasn't a part of the call. Sorry. That doesn't matter. So if, any, if there's any illustrators out there, like not one of those ones like like good ones, like I don't want to have to tell you like, yeah, nah. Like, You're going to do that anyway. Yeah, true. You do enjoy being the yeah, nah guy. But not joking um, about the book though. The book's a great idea. So let's um, let's let's trial a few to see whether these would make the book. Who wants to go first? Should we'll go one, page? one, one. Like, well, mine's kind of the same person who okay. wrote three rules that I really like. Do you want to finish on yours then? Okay, okay, sweet. Jordan, you're up first. I'll start. The three that I took from the shifters thread that I enjoyed was this one: Do not complain about what you didn't get from the work you didn't put in. Use. Do not complain about what you didn't get from the work you didn't put in. Very great life lesson to teach a kid. Mm-hmm. Second one. It's better to tell a hurtful truth than a comfortable lie. That's the truth a... always comes out. An example mm. of that would be like, hey, I'm, I'm chasing a dream. I'm going to be a singer. You know damn well they can't sing. Just tell them, hey, don't waste those four years of your life. Whoa. It ain't for you. It's a hurtful truth. Another one is when you say, hey, it's not you, it's me. Tell them it's them. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them it's fully them. <laughs> and a little bit of you. It's a teeny bit of me. I'm kidding. One more time. It's better to tell a hurtful truth than a comfortable lie. The truth will always come out. The last one. I believe this with all my heart. Clear the rubbish from your table when eating out in public, spaces or food courts. Even if it's someone else's job, Practice cleaning up after yourself. What a great rule. Great rule. That's such a good rule. You're such a pest. Anyways, Brooke. I'll go second. Shout out to Lucy C. She sent through one that said, never show up empty-handed. Oh. And had good reasons why. If you're invited to a house for a barbecue, bring drinks, desserts, a side dish, invited to drinks for a birthday farewell, shout around, Get that person something they want. Visiting elders, grab them some flowers. Bring them their favourite snack, so on and so forth. To many people, it's, what's in it for us? Uh, That's the energy that they're showing up with. Don't be that guy. Don't be that family. Never show up empty-handed. 100%. Love that one. And if, and if you know, it's too hard to show up, then you don't have to show up. <laughs> it won't be there, no way. <laughs> the cup can't be empty. Han said, this is just one word. Patience. Oh, Hans. Patience is the strategy, too. I don't know how on earth we illustrate that, Hans, if it makes the book, but I love it. That's the answer. That's the answer right there. It's a a lot. Finally, this is my nana's. This wasn't on the shifters page, but my nana said, manners will take you places, money won't. Oh, come on. Say that again. Manners will take you places, money won't. Pleases and thank you. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. Powerful, mm. powerful words. So my three, never shop empty-handed. Patience is a strategy. And manners will take you places money won't. 
we weren't joking when we said you guys came with so many great rules. 100%. All right. So um, I'm going to try and pronounce your name, and I apologize if I get it wrong, but it is. Uh, this was three rules that Sully Itawita, Itawita uh, had written down, which I really enjoyed. Uh, number one, the greatest honor is to take care of those who once took care of you. There is no greater blessing than the one you receive from not only respecting your parents, but loving and taking them, or taking care of them when they're older. I love that. And I think this follows on from my obsession with Coco recently. Like the idea of honoring our elders and making sure that we remember people when they pass. Like, I love that. Maybe it's just the time frame I'm going through in my life, but I really enjoyed that rule. Number two, uh, Solly continued, if you can't afford it for the rest of your friends or there ain't enough to share, then don't bring it. I thought that was cute. And finally, don't compare your children. Not all are book smart or athletic. Some are literally just like a little bit stupid and need to find their own path. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm not laughing. You're both laughing. I got something in my throat. Uh, not like that. <clears throat> Solly, you did a great job. And everyone who jumped on our page and put rules in there, we're going to go through them. And like I say, proper go through them and make a book. And does anyone know a publisher? Someone who can help us? That's what I'm saying. Anyone out there who is a publisher? Duffy Books. I reckon we could at least sell, you know, we need at least make their money back if they're going to publish our book. It goes back to a charity. Man, if Art Green can have a book out there. I like Art Green, actually. I like our green. There wasn't a mock. I'm that just saying that. We don't need to stand that was not a mock. That was not, no, that was not a mock art, if you're listening. I'm just saying, we can have a book, surely. We can have a book, and it's a book. Our book. Our Shifto's Fano, Shifter's Fano book. Love it. Someone said, don't be a teats. That's got to be in there, too. Don't be, don't be a hoha, be a koha. Oy. That's got to make the cover. One more time. Don't be a hoha, be a koha. <laughs> nah, sometimes I reckon be a hoha. This is The Morning Shift Kia ora Shifters, very excited for you to listen to this uh, quick yarn about Matariki Obviously we all know Matariki is this weekend, a Māori public holiday Uh, We thought it was important just to have a chat And especially for a lot of us who maybe don't know what it is Here's something you can learn about and uh, we're super stoked with Matai Keeper. Also, so many people download from overseas. Like this is a real window opening into a, a brand new holiday that we're experiencing here in Aotearoa. 100%. With the uplifting of Māori culture. So we're excited by it, especially if you're listening from overseas. Here's a great insight into our culture. Yes, Jota fam, is a very, very big week. Obviously, Matariki, we are finally celebrating it, and we have a Matariki enthusiast with us today. Well, that's, a, that's putting it bluntly. Much more than that. But Matai, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Kia ora, brothers. I know you have, uh, thank you for making the time because people won't be aware that uh, Matariki is quite a big deal and you're in a lot of hui this week for Matariki. What, describe your week this week and maybe even the build up of, of uh, this being like a public holiday for us and your involvement. Yeah, kia ora, bro. Um, fortunately and unfortunately, I befriended a man by the name of uh, Professor Rangi Matamua. <laughs> and the. Um, the awesomeness of that individual thought that he'd speak to some parliamentarians. Lo and behold, we have a public holiday. Uh, yeah. The difference with the public holiday this year is that, that it's in uh, my region and I'm responsible for organising the celebrations and that's going to be a top momotaha uh, at 6am Friday morning. And uh, with that comes a few responsibilities. You have to show face at particular events. You have to 
um, cater to the funders, the parliamentarians, your auntie and uncle, your nanny and koro, <laughs> uh, your own people. And uh, that's been a mission and a half, but uh, a good problem, as my mother would say. Uh, this morning, we had the opening of the Māori Department at Waikato University. We had another karakia with the judges and lawyers of Te Kōti Whenua Māori, TPK, made it here for this, because I feel that this is probably the most important hui of Māori. Thank you, my bro. Um, for people, I guess, I don't want to say general knowledge, but for New Zealanders who also don't, obviously aren't Māori or uh, don't feel connected to sort of Matariki, um, how do they feel, feel a sense of connectedness to this? Because, yeah, or, or can we? Can we all feel connected to this to this holiday as Matariki? I can't point, bro. I think that comes down to a personal view and a personal world view. Mm. Uh, that there are some celebrations that we have, particularly 25th of December. Uh, the culture in which those holidays came about, they didn't originate from here in Aotearoa. Mm. Uh, what makes Aotearoa special, especially when you think about it on an international spectrum, whenever a Māori, a non-Māori or a Kiwi uh, makes it overseas, the first port of call whenever they know that you're from Aotearoa is the haka. Mm. So when it comes to representation of Aotearoa abroad, it's the Māori culture that makes us unique. And to further uh, amplify mm. the Māori presence here in Aotearoa, uh, unfortunately we only have one day that speaks to our culture and speaks to our narrative, so that's important. Um, to the fabric or to the identity, the new identity, I want to say, of Aotearoa. Once upon a time, we were Kiwis. We celebrated uh, things that didn't come from our culture. But this is our opportunity to be able to say, no, this is what makes us unique. We honour the uh, Indigenous peoples of Aotearoa. And this is uh, pertinent and special to Aotearoa because, one, uh, it's a part and parcel of the Indigenous calendar. Mm. Uh, it's part and parcel of the identity. And when it comes to being uh, better citizens of Aotearoa, I think everyone should buy into it because whatever's good for Māori is good for the rest of Aotearoa. 100%. Right. So what, what you're saying is for, for Kiwis or, or New Zealanders who don't identify as Māori, that connectedness they feel to the haka, if they, they can think about this for Matariki too. Oh, uh, absolutely. And one thing I try and emphasise whenever I go and do uh, kōrero to... Uh, departments or to different circles of individuals, I say that uh, it's a blessing to have uh, tohunga karaki at the ready, but not everyone has that. And if we are honest about the re-indigenization of Aotearoa and decolonization of Aotearoa, we should be able to execute hautapu from the comforts of our ho own homes. So when it comes to hautapu, yes, there are your uh, uh, tribal events, there are community events, but it, it doesn't stop you from being able to do a hautapu at home. All you need to do is have an oven or a pot, and inside that pot are four offerings to Matariki, uh, the nourishments of the earth, particularly kumara, the nourishments above, um, not a kereru, that's illegal, ladies and gentlemen. You can have a chicken or a heihei, uh, waiti is fresh water, waita is salt water, put all those in a pot, and at uh, about quarter past six Friday morning, put it up, take it outside and the steam feeds the stars we believe and that's called uh, umu kohu kohu fetu. So when I speak to people, there are three sections to umu kohu kohu fetu. It's the read of Matariki. So um, there's a particular star there called Ururangi about um, the winds. 
And obviously, it was a bit weak this year because the Hurricanes didn't do too well in the Super Rugby. So, let's do it to do with the wind. Um, Waiti, I spoke about those ones. Waipunarangi, the rain. And unfortunately, our brothers and sisters of the East Coast, they encountered um, Waipunarangi quite badly this year. So, this is our opportunity to give back to those stars who provided for us, to tell those stars that we're a bit too present, uh, take it easy. And to sort of zero in on uh, Matariki, who speaks to uh, well-being. Bro, touching on those those stars, um, that, that's a big part of this. For anyone who, I think maybe we jumped a step. What is Matariki for anyone who was like, hey, what is it, first of all? Okay, Kapoi, uh, I'd like to be bold and flex a bit of out there on, and say that that's Go us, say this is a Maori thing. But it's not us, it's a Polynesian thing. Uh, there's Makahiki, Makali'i in the islands, and it's even beyond that. And um, some of those Asian countries, you have Subaru. Uh, so Matariki, despite their cluster not being the brightest in the night sky, it holds a lot of importance across the board. So it's a cluster in the night sky. Uh, once upon a time, or well, there are some tribes who say that there are seven stars, some say there are nine. But this cluster is sort of like, you know, when you uh, plug in your alarm clock, you know, there's old school alarms into the wall and it goes back to zero, 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 zero. Yes. Matariki for us. So the time your innate clock starts again. So you, you thank everything that happened uh, once upon a time for from that year that's just gone, and you recalibrate, you reset everything. Uh, your timetable, uh, you think about uh, your aspirations, and there's a particular star in the night sky in Matariki called Hiwai Terangi. And as opposed to doing your New Year's resolution on a piece of paper, you actually pin it up to a night sky, and then some supernatural powers help with those. Um, so if you want to do the blues for the next rugby season. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, we need a reset. We need a reset. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. So for those who, you know, obviously even the information you've said uh, just in this interview, uh, a lot of us won't be able to retain, but if we can think of like the, just presenting a Māori New Year, resetting, if we're at home over this weekend, we can just be thinking also, you know, reflecting on the year that's been thinking about a reset. Is that is that all good to do as well? Oh, absolutely, brother. So if I can get both of you fellas to put your hands up like this, yep. and then point straight. Uh, throughout the week, try and look for east. That's usually where the sun rises. And at about 6 a.m., put three fingers like this. Put them up there. You should see Orion's belt dead east. Okay? And then open your hand, and then put your pinky on the middle star of Orion's belt. Flip it once to the left. Flip it again, and then your thumb should be on Taurus. Flip it one more time, and it should be on Matariki. Your oh, pinky should be on Matariki. Okay. Can I have you two do it again, bro? Yes, Ready? yeah. Again, okay, again. Okay. And do it faster. Three, two, one, go. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. <laughs> Now my camera just went off. <laughs> but that nah. works every time, eh? Nah. That works every hey, time. But that's that's every why we got time. you on, bro. Because I know that um uh you don't need to say, it, but you know I know you're so well informed with all of this, but you make it, you know, obviously attainable and and listenable to us who aren't aren't immersed in the culture as yeah. much. But but something that we all want to take part in. Um, any any closing thoughts about Matariki, bro? In terms of uh, just Alfano who are listening. Oh, hi, brother. Um, I think that there have been uh, a few waves with regards to... Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. There's uh, three waves with regards to indigenization. And I think the very first wave was about land back. 
I think the second one was about the revival of Te Reo Māori, and I think mm. we are part and parcel of the third wave. So um, Māori uh, or not, uh, do participate in this kaupapa, because one thing um, that saddens me a lot, we always ask for things, give me this, give me this, give me this. This is our time to give back, our time mm. to give back to the environment, our time to give back to ourselves, our time to invest in ourselves, our uh, for the greater good of Aotearoa. So, uh, mm-hmm. well, without saying do this, do this, do that, I think this is a good thing because it helps uh, with creating a new and a better identity for us as Aotearoa. Beautiful. Thank you, my uh, bro. Yeah, Mataiki, thank you for your time, bro. Thank you, brother. Yeah. This is The Morning Shift. The greatest of all time. The greatest of all time, if this is the first time that you have listened to this, we have a topic, a category, and we decipher what we think is the best in that. Today's topic, guys, the greatest relationship of all time. What is that bond that is stronger than any other one? Now this is bond. <laughs> this is this is a little different for me because I, uh, when we were deciding, it was like, yeah. And then when I actually started getting into it, oh, feels. So it's a relationship that we have, right, for each of us as individuals with yes. certain people. And so we want to put that up there on the mantle as the greatest relationship. Oh, is that what it was? So now it's going to become quite competitive in like in a really emotional sense. And I'm now I'm worried and nervous. <laughs> I just thought it was what we thought the GOAT relationship was. I'll go first, eh? I'll go first today. Jordan goes second. Okay, sure. And Matua, you, you wrap us up. Okay. I've gone today with I've gone with Cousins He made the team this year I think there is a special bond And I understand not everyone's going to have that Relationship with that one cousin But I think if you have that one you'll be like Okay He might be onto something here There's family ties around these ways The baby Keem and Kendrick family ties We're going for this one I had three kind of things that separated it for me, three pillars, if you will, of why, especially to me, my cousin was like the one. Our bond is strong. Now, I wasn't lucky to grow up with siblings, so this was mine. This was mine. First one, the journey has to begin with longevity. You guys have been around since the start. You cut from the same cloth. You've been through thick and thin. You've been see everything together. Christmases, 21sts, weddings, family get-togethers that end in tears. Like, we've been partners since the beginning. I want to ask you guys a question. What was the very first sleepover you had? It's got to be cousins. Got to be your cousin, right? Yeah, the cousins. They know what you're going through. Second, third, fourth. It's the cousins. You guys have a lifetime bond. You guys seen some three, those sleepovers are fun, man. That, that's where it has to start. Second, I was like, man, how do, you, how do you build that bond? I came up with the triple T's. Time, Mm-mm. trust, mm. trenches. Jeez. Oh, trenches. Got to be in the trenches. Now, time we just talked about. Trust, that's a big one. I feel like a cousin. Now, like I said, I didn't have siblings. So I'm just saying I feel like it's a combination between your siblings and your best friends. 
Now you guys have you guys have siblings. Would you say cousins somewhere in between there? Hundred percent. You know, you bicker, you argue, you share secrets, inside jokes, but there is an ease that you have with your cousins that is very, very special. You're very, very lucky to have it. And the trenches, I'll let you guys. Everyone knows the trenches story. Everyone's story is going to be a little bit different. But you've been there and you've done some things with your cousins you shouldn't have, and then your parents are there swearing at you at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, cussing you out if you will. Yeah, shush. <laughs> And then finally, you know when you haven't seen your cousin for a long time? Let's say two, three, four years. This is the one for me. When you haven't seen them for a long time, it's like you haven't missed a beat. Get off that plane, straight to mocks, straight to love, straight to tears. There's no awkwardness. In the pocket. In the pocket with your one cousin. Now, I went through some times over the last year or two. The one person who knew about it all before anyone else? Cousin. Was my cousin. So I've put through my relationship with the strongest bond. I'll go on with my cousin. Cousin for me is the one. That's tight. Nice, bro. That's it. Cousins. 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 All right, bro. Cousin? I think it's my turn. I'm taking out. I'm, I'm going down a different, different alley. Now, yesterday with the boys, I said it's time. For me to talk about something that you guys haven't experienced yet. True love. <clears throat> and I know all the shifters, even these guys are waiting. Don't roll your eyes. I uh, Last night I, I really got into this. And I thought, what better way to express what I think is the goat relationship than through poetry. Oh, you didn't. You ray of sunshine. I know. So let me get in my poetry bag. You might find it boring, but I hope you get to experience what I experienced writing this. Are you ready? I know where this is going. If health is wealth, then the greatest love has to be for that of self. In the realm of love, there's a truth untold where the greatest bond my soul does hold. It's the love I bear for my own reflection, a sacred connection, a divine protection. Do you have an erection? <laughs> for self-love, dear friend, is the key to unlock the power that resides in me. In its embrace, I find strength and might, illuminating my path, shining so bright. Through trials and storms, self-love will guide a steadfast beacon by my side. It whispers, you're worthy, you're enough. Embrace your essence and rise above. If you're wondering, who wrote that? Was it me? To that I say, Kia chat GPT. <laughs> I love it. The greatest love of all, guys. Self-love. Oh, that's gold. <laughs> man, chat GPT can rhyme. Man, tell you what, Erickson? man. Tell you what. Throw down some bars. You're worthy. You're worthy. You thought I was going to talk about my missus? No. I thought you were going to talk about son. No. 
everything starts from within whanau. Everything starts from within. I love that. That's a great place to probably start where I where I where I can go. Um, I think for mine, what I learned is one of life's greatest treats are the relationships that we experience during our time on this earth. Whether it be with our family, our friends, pets, or even spiritual, the decision to label one as more important than another is almost cruel. Mm. But for the sake of all who are present, I'd like to make mention... of the very special relationship I have with my parents, Graham and Sue Peard. Sue was always destined to be the world's most wonderful mum. Naturally being the eldest sibling of the Koval clan of Manatuki and Gisborne, she became the mother of her siblings when her mum passed away. Graham was set to be an accountant following on from his father in Tawa, uh, but greener pasture calls and he became an extremely talented farmer. You fast forward to a time when they both learnt that they weren't going to be able to have their own kids. Now that's tough news for any couple to navigate. So Sue and Graham fostered my sister, my brother and myself, along with adopting my younger sister. Now I want for a moment you just to imagine having four kids instantly put on your front doorstep, each of them carrying their own trauma, each just looking for a place to belong, needing to be cared for, each just wanting to feel loved. They say a mother's relationship to her child is all about establishing feelings and love of affection. A father's to promote a child's inner growth and strength. While my parents set out to bring up four kids who had experienced neither. We all know there is no parent manual for kids of your own or those of those who you choose to love on their behalf. But the healthy dosage of unconditional love they poured on us, the freedom they gave us to grow into what we dreamed, the individuals they grow into a family, was nothing short of a miracle. I've often wondered how many times or things and diff- could have gone differently had I not been looked after by such wonderful, grounded, decent human beings. Graham taught me the virtues of patience. He guided my moral compass. Sue taught me it's okay to cry, to allow other people to see me, and to allow always to remain positive. I learned to work hard, be kind to others, that not knowing my birth parents allowed my this completely beautiful life of having a blank canvas that I can create my own story upon. Sue and Graham, they gave me their time, their money, And you know what? All in an effort to give us a chance to be something. I cried to them when I scraped my knee as a boy. I cried to them as a grown man questioning my value. I was made redundant a second time in three years from an industry I loved. I still grow every day knowing they love me. The best way I know how to show them gratitude is to be a good human, a faithful husband, and a great dad to my kids. A parent's job is forever and forever I will be grateful to them. The greatest relationship in this world of mine is to my step-parents, Graham and Sue Beard. Debatable. 
Wow, macho, Mark. What a way to honour them. Amari, all jokes twice, aside, man. you know, it's not one of those go chat uh, type of type of ones this week. It's That was beautiful to hear. That was beautiful to hear. I wanted to pre-record that so I didn't break down. <laughs> nah, you did good, man. Killed that. Honour, eh? Hey. Honour. Hey, you gave me goosebumps twice in there, man. Imagine that, though. Four kids oh. dumped on your front doorstep. Well, not dumped, but... Different trauma. Yeah. Dropped. Amazing. Anyways, I'm sure everyone's got their beautiful relationships they have. That was a shout-out to my mum and dad. 100%. Love that. That is your go-chat for this week. Beautiful Matumak. Thank you for that. This is The Morning Shift. Woo! Guys, that is us as well. What a beautiful way to wrap up the week. Matua, love that. 100%. Stay safe out there, man. If you're hitting those roads today nice and early, be safe out there. It's a big weekend. It was a beautiful thing too because it all ties into itself, right? Like, spend time with your family this weekend. Reset. Reset. Do your thing. Party New Year, New Year for you too. Hey, we back Monday? Oh, we back Monday, baby. Reset. Heavy, better than Join a CrossFit gym. (laughs) Play rugby. Play rugby. No physios. And check on your people. Love that. This is the shift the shift go home ladies and gentlemen let's go home the morning shift I'm gonna make an awful game with you the shift I love you this is the shift got it okay I'm gonna make you a burger